Welcome back, everybody, to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. I'm Chris Witt, and with me, as always, is Mr. Adam Schmidt. Adam, how are you today, young blood? I'm doing fine. Uh, Younger blood. Younger blood. (laughs) Doing fine. How about yourself? Oh, I'm just wonderful. Had a nice long drive in from West Virginia today. Got back, and uh, now we're here. You ever get tired of driving? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll bet you yeah. drive a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Poor all guy. the time. Poor guy. Drive all the time. How, let me ask you, how often do you stop? Not even bathroom. Just like my legs, my butt are so sore from just sitting in the seat in the same position. I've got to stop and just stretch my legs. Out. I try not to drive more than two hours. Good for you. I try to get out and stretch everybody like every hour and a half or so. I like to try to get out and just I'll stop somewhere, walk it, walk around. I'll, I, I'll be that weirdo that's at a rest area, like doing full calisthenics in a polo shirt and, <laughs> and work slacks and boots and stuff or in, in uh, work, work shoes or what do you call them? Dress shoes. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Stretching it out, doing the whole thing, man. I get, it gets bad in that thing. Yeah. I'm glad to hear you do that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's good. Yep. Can't. And let, yeah. And let, uh, halfway usually between anywhere I'm going, I try to stop. And that that's the, beauty of traveling by yourself because with other people some people do not want to stop they're like we need to go through save as much time as we can yeah some people are like no and then some people won't need to stop way before you need to or or you stop and then you start going and you're going for 10 minutes after you just stopped and somebody's right got to go to the bathroom it. now yep. yeah yeah it's kind of it's kind of nice to go to drive by yourself though right very much so i i, I thoroughly enjoy Driving on my own. Just your thoughts. Your your listen to anything you want to. Oh, listen to nothing at all if you want I'm to. Flipping through the stations like a like a car. Uh, most people don't like that. So I don't like commercials in any way, shape, or form. In serious radio, even has commercials. So mm. I'm second a commercial comes on, on to the next station. And then I'll listen to that until something else comes until a commercial comes on. Boom, on to the next station. I'll go from Rock the Bells, LL Cool J Radio to comedy to uh msnbc the where whatever it is <laughs> nice absolutely yeah <clears throat> well all right let's get this thing started and do what we do to start every podcast here recently uh i want to say we're going on what 12 if we had 12 different reese's items somewhere in I, that I nature was th- i was thinking it was something like that um matter of fact i've got three four five this will be this will be our fourteenth fourteenth different Reese's snack, and there are plenty more out there. There's a lot more out there. Sorry about that. Yep. And um, this week, Chris, we are. This is something I've had before. Okay, uh, and it's delightful. Yeah, I can tell by your face you're pretty excited. <laughs> this is the Reese's peanut butter bar. Whoa! So it's it's like a candy bar. It's sectioned, at, sort wow. of like a like a Hershey like bar. A Hershey bar, and it's like that, uh, except oh man, this is going to be so good. thicker. And because it has peanut butter inside, yes, this is peanut butter filling. It's like a, it's it's almost shaped like a Kit Kat or a Hershey bar. Sure, I guess. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, this has the rectangles. Reese's peanut butter bar. All right. That's a, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm thoroughly excited for this one here. Uh, I, I'm going to be honest with you. 
I don't know. I've seen this yet. God, I hate when this when the, when it's melted. Oh yeah, I just stick it in my pocket. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like a little a little little warm chocolate on the fingers. Yeah, you know these. Well, not a clean break. Not a clean break. I mean, no, it, it was for me it was okay, but okay. Yeah. They need to work on their system. Yeah, I like clean breaks with my portioned out. I think if this was refrigerated, clean break. Clean break. You're probably right. Um, probably right. Yeah, this has been around a while, but and I'll get it once in a while. Um, but they don't really advertise this thing. Mm-mm. You know, you see the you see the peanut butter cups, of course. You see uh, the big cups on on TV. You see, uh, you know, the 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 pumpkins and the eggs oh and, yeah um so first anyway. impression go i love it. it it really tastes a lot pretty much just like the cup it, even in more chocolate you think more chocolate yeah, i think it's got more chocolate on it yeah it's definitely more chocolate yeah yeah that's probably true um i'm really I almost forget sometimes exactly how the ratio tastes of the regular cup because I almost only buy the big cups now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm with you on that. I love the big cup with the Reese's pieces in it. Mm-hmm. That's so good. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Okay. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. You're right. There is more chocolate, certainly less peanut butter on the edges. There's de- especially on the outside edges of the pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, there's definitely more chocolate there. Which isn't bad, but Reese's better known for their peanut butter, not their chocolate. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm I'm man. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go nine nine eight. <laughs> this thing's good. Yeah. Good. I'm glad you like it. I think I'm gonna go really close to that with uh Nine zoom 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 seven. Nice. Good job, Reese's the peanut butter bar. Man, it's you're looking for a candy bar and you like Reese's, you don't have to get the cups. Mm-mm. You can get the candy bar. Section it off. Section it off, break it down, little piece by piece action. There's what um 12 small pieces in the bar. Mm-hmm. All right, man. And now look. Small pieces, but if you get a regular now, this is like a, the big size or whatever. But you get a Hershey bar; they're bigger than those rectangles. Not mm-hmm. a lot bigger, a little bit bigger. Um, so they're a little bit bigger than that, and they're thicker, much thicker. Uh, but yeah, but but a good a good portion size. You can you can figure out how much you want to eat now. If you're like you and I, you can eat six of the entire bars at one time if you want yep. to. Um, if you're like most other people, you might, uh, break off a couple of a piece or two and eat it. And then the next day eat a couple of, you feel like that's most people. I don't know. Most people are, uh, are, uh, most more sensible. I disagree. (laughs) I disagree. I feel like most people would buy this and eat it. Yeah. I'll bet it's too good to put down most men at least. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, you're right. It is too. Oh, why is good to put down? <laughs> Even though you did. Well, I, I, I might. <laughs> this is what I'll do. You ever do this move where you have something like chocolate or whatever, 
and you get in the car and you and you and it's a little melted and you open it and you blast the air conditioning. Oh, put, absolutely. It in front. Yes. Like, like that's going to help it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I've done that. Yes. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one. <laughs> I feel, and then I feel real stupid. And if somebody's like in a in a higher up car next to you, I put it down for a second. Until, you pass by. <laughs> until they drive by <laughs> on the highway, tractor trailer drives by. Oh my god, I don't want this guy to see me cooling down my chocolate. That would like ruin my day. It'd be the worst thing ever. Oh, I know I'm a weirdo, but no, it's totally no, it's not weird because I I have done it. <laughs> thousand percent i have done it i'm glad to hear that thousand percent Oof. um man you know a place that has i i think of now you can't get this out of a not any vending machine that i've Mm-mm. seen before Mm-mm. but sometimes you can get the reese's cups out of a vending machine and uh i i think of places hotels uh a few different places that I'm at a place and I'm feeling like a snack. I'm hitting the vending machine. I'm a big vending machine guy, like especially when I go to hotels. But a place that you can go, because some some places like this have a little bit of food. It's usually not very good. Um, a bowling alley. You go to a bowling alley, you <laughs> might get a little pizza or something like that. But man, it's usually not very good food. You go to the you go to the vending machine though. You got some options for snacks there. I was at the I was at the bowling alley yesterday in West Virginia with uh, with some customers. I'm assuming. Yep. Mm-hmm. I was I was wondering. You 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 told me something about being at the bowling alley last night when I talked to you, and I'm like, I, I hope he just like thought like, you know what? I got some time to kill tonight. I'm just gonna hit the bowling. I'm gonna alley go and, bowling. That would be and, so bowl great. A couple of games by myself. That would be so great. You should. It'd be yeah. so fun. I actually uh, have been taking my fishing pole with me here lately. And, really? Yeah, going wherever I go, try to find a little lake or somewhere I can. Nice. Any success there? Uh, yeah, you know, here and there. Not, not you know, like any other fishing expedition. There's usually a lot more failure than there is success. But sure, it's like baseball. When you snack, when you snag one of those bad boys up, Feels it's always good. fun. Oh, that's a that's a mm-hmm. that's a dopamine yeah rush and all that so. so we were so we were bowl i was bowl i went to this bowling alley because a couple of my customers bowl there in huntington west virginia and uh this dude bowls like four days a week oh he's the real deal and i was like you bowl like he's like man that got roped into one and then they needed some people and i got into another one and next thing i know i'm in four of these things so so okay so let me ask sorry i keep interrupting already it, so he keeps getting roped into them, but is he also the guy with his own ball, with his own wrist I, I feel like they all this? have – I feel like just about everybody in the league setting okay. has their own ball. I feel like it's a – I'd say 90% of people in a bowling league have their own ball. Yeah, that's probably right. I feel like it's about 90 I was in a bowling league one time, definitely did not have my own ball. I do have my own ball, but I never used it. It's way too big. Too big? Yes, yeah, way too heavy. Huh. So, um, anyway, I don't know how to bowl anyway. I can't do the spin and all that. So, I sat there and watched three games. This guy, and I was like, I came down here, you know, you show me something now. And he goes out there, and the very first two balls he throws during practice are both strikes. <laughs> Toby, Toby goes up there, and I was like, oh, man, you shouldn't have done that. That's not going to be good, bud. <laughs> and I was right. 
he did not bowl uh, up to his par, up to his uh, oh. standards, up to his average, shall we say. It was a rough day for my man. Okay. Uh, but it was – After f- hitting the first two. After the first – well, those were in practice. They didn't even count. Mm-hmm. So, uh, first off, super fun. Anytime you go to a bowling alley, right, There's all. it's always fun. Because there's all there, you've always got that that guy. There's always that one guy. You know what it, I mean? Th- there's usually some good people watching at bowling alleys, but there's always that one guy who just is, you know, in his head, he should be on tour, right? Sure. These lanes are dry. Lanes are too oily. This is that. I almost slid all. Uh, da, 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 you know, it's all a whole bunch of stuff. Oh man, they got one on their team. <laughs> he was from Mike's a good dude. He's a math professor at, uh, at, uh, what's the college there in Huntington Marshall. I believe he's at Marshall. Maybe he's not, I don't know, but he lives there. Uh, oh man, the big swinging leg kick, a huge follow through ball swiping right to left, right in the pocket. He walks up to this guy who was on their team. He's only been bowling for a minute. I'm standing next to another guy on their team. And the guy I'm hanging out with talking to is like six, seven, He's like 60 years old, and he's just an old hillbilly, man. He's the coolest dude in the world. I love him. Big John, he says, and this guy goes. Big John Stud. This guy, he looks like Big John Stud. And he he uh, he bowls. He, he, the guy comes up who doesn't bowl very often or just got back into it or whatever. And he says, let me ask you a question. So where do you stand when you're up there? And guy next to me goes, well, on the damn floor. <laughs> <laughs> and he's talking to him like he wasn't talking to him either. That's the funniest part about that. And then the next, the guy goes and bowls and he tells him to talk. They talk about their stance and we're laughing about guy just asked him where he stands. And then he comes back and it's like more tips, more tips coming now. It's like, what do you aim for? Guy whispers down in my ear. Well, the pins dummy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had some fun with that. So this guy's asking, asking these questions to maybe he, offer he some wants assistance. to offer some assistance okay yeah, he wants to offer assistance and it's all good advice sure. you know uh but uh early on it was very very eminent that this that he wanted people to videotape tape while he was bowling so he could see what was wrong with his form it was pretty intense pretty intense hmm. uh so needless to say after those three games were over they're like well chris been here all day let's see you want to let's see let's get him out here and bowl one you guys stick around so we all stick around i beat every one of them with my straight ball <laughs> <laughs> i beat that i bowled one of the better games i've ever bowled so i i told him i told him we're never doing this again any other time i ever come here that's it retire on retiring top. on top <laughs> yeah so uh yep yep I, uh, I didn't get to 200, but I got up there, though. I've never had a 200 game. Uh, me either. Not even close. Yeah. Man, that's that's funny. A bowling alleys a bowling alleys can be fun. Uh, they also, as a, as a germaphobe, feel like they are just absolutely filthy. Every single – I don't want to well, touch the best, anything. The best part is you have to rent shoes. You have to rent You're shoes. You're renting disgusting shoes that have been worn by – hundreds of people yep and if you've got a regular shoe size like us yeah they're getting worn a lot oh yeah now big john over here has got these monster 14s on mm-hmm. they look brand new like nobody ever put them on i'll tell you what i order i tell them i you know men six and a half and they they <laughs> give it to me and i'm 
I'm, uh, I put that, I, I smell them first and then I, uh, take a little taste inside, mm. just inside the tongue. Yep. And, uh, where all the good foot sweat is all the good foot sweat, all the foot fungus. And, um, and then you put yeah. your hand inside where everyone's hand has been. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, in the, in the holes of the bowling ball. Oh, I know. I know. So I, I don't use the thumb. I don't use the thumb. You get the big whipper on it, huh? You get that big spinny, big spinner on it. I, you know what? You know what's funny is I bowl different every time. Every time <laughs> you go bowling. Bad. I know it's bad. <laughs> That's a bad thing to do. But uh, it's like it's like shooting free throws differently every time. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to miss mostly. Um, yeah, I, I bowl differently every time. And once in a while, it's really just about finding your rhythm. Yep. I mean, oh, it's all about consistency. Once yeah. you get the consistency down, you're ready to go. Yeah. And, and I'll bowl differently each frame sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I just try different things until uh-huh. I find something that works. And the last time I went bowling, I bowled my best game ever as well. Did you really? You're going to retire on top? What'd you bowl? It was like a 155, oh, 157. I got a 173. Like yeah. Man. I assume, I honestly, I assume, I would assume that you've, you've gotten a, uh, 200 game uh i, I figure yeah. you're a good ball your technique's good uh it's not i throw it straight you're supposed to have the spin on it and hit the pocket at the right time and all that other Does fun every, stuff do like all professional bowlers use the spin though absolutely really every single every single pro i do try to spin I, as a matter of fact i at some point i tr- i started trying the spin and now i don't know if i it's it's harder for me to throw it straight, right? Because your hand just comes out, right? You shake the hand, shake hands with the head pin or whatever, to say your hand sideways, and yeah. that has the ball get spun on it. Me, I like to, I prefer to give the head pin a little, a little ball tap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so I'll spin first ball, second ball though, because rarely a strike. That's second straight. ball. You gotta second have a straight. Gotta have a straight. If yeah. I want to pick up any kind of spare, a or lot pick of up. see those guys still have a little spin on it. They just throw it a little bit harder, so it never has time to really. Catch. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, man. I'm so oh God. I watch I watch those bowling. I mean, I I'm just knocking everything off this table. Um I uh I watch those guys bowl sometimes and and we gotta shout out our boy, uh is it Greg Weber? The guy the, oh, uh, uh, oh, what uh, is his? Who, what what are you uh who am I uh, who who do you think you are? I am. Who do you think you are? I am. <laughs> uh, that guy. The greatest bowler ever. <laughs> um anyway, I, I bowl differently every time. Once in a while I'll get in a little rhythm, and I was that last time I bowled, and I, I just I figured out how to how to spin and, and place it right. Once you get that right, the right amount of spin, the right amount of speed, the right amount of everything. It's just muscle memory, baby. Muscle memory, like anything yeah. else. Yeah. Yep. I think I had five strikes something like five or six Whoa. strikes maybe yeah i three in a row had the turkey oh the that turkey. does it right there i mean yeah. that's 50 that's 60 points yeah all right i could be even more but and then every, every other time i was leaving like one of two of the same splits uh, you know mm-hmm. trying to pick up spare so i would have i don't know if it was the 710 or something close to that but when when that happened i'm like i'm just gonna go i'm not i'm gonna go for one of them yeah I'll go for the 10 or whatever do. And then sometimes I was just leaving like the 10 or like the nine, 10 or something like that. So I was like, all right, I might be able to get that. And I was, I was picking up spares a little bit better as I went on mm-hmm. first, the first part of the game, I was awful. I'd, I'd throw it right in between the seven, 10, you know, mm-hmm. that move. 
Touchdown. Um, yeah, field, goal. <laughs> field goal every time. Should have got three points for that at least. But anyway, it's a lot more fun when you're bowling well. And so oh. and, and, and and you know, I let go of my uh germophobia a little bit sometimes when I'm when I'm bowling well, I mm-hmm. think. Because boy, yeah, I don't you're not hand sanitizing on. every single time you get your fingers out of the hole. Not every time, but man, for sure afterwards. Uh, and frequently actually during the, during the thing, cause it just feels, everything feels greasy to me. Mm-hmm. Is the same for you? I mean, you're in a bowling alley. I feel like it just is grease. Okay. That's <laughs> okay. I'm glad, I'm glad. It's not just in my head. Um, yeah, man. In bowling alleys, I, I think of those, like I even sometimes forget, I think I'm going to go in there and it's just going to be a cloud of smoke. You, you can't smoke cigarettes anymore in bowling alleys, right. but. It's just that's how you remember bowling when you were a kid. When I was a kid, man, you go in there and it is thick with with uh, lady cigar smoke. Yep, cigarette, the cigarette. Yeah, mm. it was just. Uh, <laughs> it is kind of funny. I think of it, you know. I think and of the, those, the people watching is always the good people too. watching. That's what I was going to say. The, the, the I mean, it's not quite Wal- it's not quite Walmart, but it's. I mean, I like I like people watching on non-leagues like you go because those are the people that are doing it because that's what they want to go do yeah yeah and i like bowling i just i I don't ever think about that when we're sitting around like oh what do you guys want to do this weekend i don't ever say let's go bowling yeah yeah it depends on because not a lot of people want to do that you know it hurts your wrist for a lot of people it's a it's a it's a real it's a whole it's a whole thing but it is kind of fun. I like the two bag guy, I, the two ball guys, like the guys that come up with the two with the bag that's got two balls in it, so they don't have to wait for their ball return. I think one's a spare ball, it, it, okay. and one's a one 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 they they throw a little straighter, and the other one is oh, their main ball, like a like a like a disc golf pro. They, they have to the, get oh the bag toting. Never mind, oh, so I can't <laughs> say that on on our podcast. <laughs> we love me. We go well. We use. I used to go all the time. But uh, our, my, our buddy Mike Little family goes goes uh, frisbee golfing all the time, especially in the winter. It's the best when it snows. That's what, that's when we started. That's how we started. That's how that's when we do it. It's like football wow. season stuff. When every time we were in high school and in the college years, um, anytime we got snow, me and Mike immediately went to go play frisbee golf. And why is that? Uh, because Mike said that's the best time to play frisbee golf, and I was like, "All right, I got nothing to do. Let's do it." <laughs> and it is a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. It's it's it adds a little little something extra to it. You know what I mean? Hmm. And uh, yeah, I, I think it's fun. Sounds there's cold. Never anyone out there. Sure, you're I by yourself. Get the, and because the, there's nothing worse than playing frisbee golf with a thousand people yeah. all around. Yeah, especially when you get them bag toting ding dongs going around. You don't need one. It's a frisbee, man. Just take your one frisbee and go out there and throw it. <laughs> they got putters. They yeah, drive. Hey, here's my driver. Here's my middle wedge. What are you, a wedge? What are you, what are you talking about? Wedge. It's not a wedge. It's not a wedge. It's not. It's not a wedge in any way, shape, or form. It is a circle. It is not wedge shaped. It is a circle. <laughs> so anyway. Yeah, yeah. Those people are funny that that have like the carts or the bags oh, yeah. with like thirty different yeah. discs in there. I'll tell you what, I follow a couple of accounts on, I don't know if it's Instagram or, or uh, maybe I see it on TikTok or something like that, of 
guys who are like really, really good at it and some of the throws they make. It's insane. It's some of those hole in ones that they get that are like 800 feet and crazy things like that. Like that's insane. Knowing how to get like hook on yep. it. And, oh my yep. gosh. Really cool. I love playing Frisbee golf, man. I haven't played in a while, but I, that's one of my favorite. I was always pretty good at it with the one Frisbee. I felt, felt like I was a pretty decent little Frisbeer. Now, do you use like the, the, the frisbee that is like four disc yeah, golf or no, yeah you can't use a regular frisbee oh i mm. i didn't start using until until like the last three times i went really i, st- I always uh, used a regular yeah. have, frisbee i have like five frisbees i don't take them all with me i only take one <laughs> and the only reason i have five of them is because i always forget where i left one and i gotta go buy one before i go play frisbee golf <laughs> i think i've got a couple and i keep them in my trunk yep never know when uh Never know when it's time. That's right. Uh, yeah, that is fun. Mm-hmm. Ball, some of these things, and this is a great, I mean, it's, it's going to be a little bit before we get to it, but this is a great foreshadowing for our Mount Rushmore for next week. Yes. I'm excited about that. <clears throat> so uh, anyway, let's move on then. Let's move on to our next thing, which is, Chris, the NFL starts next week? Yeah, the NFL starts on uh, September like eighth or ninth or something like that. <laughs> Eighth. It's Thursday. This is our first fall ball game is September 9th. Thursday night football. There you go. So uh so that means that we need to pick. We don't we don't have Andre on, unfortunately. Next week. He is. He's on for next week. The day before the season starts. Doesn't get any better than that. Yep. So we'll get all of our uh Bengals insider with uh, Mr. Andre Edwards at Andre. What is it? At what's his uh what's his what's his tweet box? Andre account? Edwards 08. That sounds right. At Andre Edwards 08. Anyway, uh, good follow. Big, big Bengals fan. Um, uh, wrote for the Locked On Bengals website for a little while. So he's our Bengals insider. So happy to hear that he'll be on next week. But until he comes on, Adam, let's go ahead and make our – what did we decide we were going to do? We were going to make our – Just like uh, conference championships and then okay. uh, Super Bowl. I like it. Nice so, and simple. Conference champions and Super Bowl. Does that mean we got to pick the wild cards too? No, I don't think so. Okay. I think you say who who is going to be in the conference championship and who wins it and then who wins the Super Bowl. Love it. All right. Well, do you want to start? How do you want to do it? What do you want to do here? Uh, I'll tell you what. I'll say I'll, – I'll tell you who I think I have in the NFC championship game uh, and who wins it, and then we can go UNFC and then AFC, UAFC. What do you think? All right. That sounds good. All right. So, NFC first. Um, go ahead. I'm going to go – Decent amount of good teams here: Packers, Rams, Niners, Bucks, Eagles, Cowboys, uh, Vikings. I'm gonna go Packers and Bucks in the Packers, year. even with uh, the tension with um, with Mr. Aaron Rodgers and and his the rest of his wide receiver, young wide receiver core. Although they do have two veterans on that team that just haven't really played yet. But that's right. Um, decent defense, uh, pretty good defense actually. I think so. So they'll ride that. And they have a pretty good rushing attack, and they have Aaron Rodgers, who's who's a what three four time MVP or whatever yeah. he is. Um, man, I, I having said that, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers also have a very good defense. They also have probably the best quarterback to ever live. Um, yeah, and he's he's forty five years old, forty eight. Yeah, but or fifty six or whatever. But um. He's still good. He's so still you're going committed. Old man versus old man in the conference championship. I'm going a couple of old men. Um, you know, I, 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 you know, I, we probably both more and more 
favor the older fellas, but yep. um, I'm going to go with another older feller uh, in, in there, but I'm going to go with the defending Super Bowl champs in the Los Angeles Rams. Mm-hmm. And I also am going to go with the Bucks. Uh, go with Tampa Bay. By the and, way, picking Tampa wait, hold Bay on a second. to win that game. Tampa Bay is, uh, yeah. Okay, so you're taking Tampa Bay and and the Packers, and I'm taking pa- Tampa Bay and the Rams. So you're taking Tampa Bay to win that? Yeah. I'm going with the Rams, back-to-back Super Bowls. Okay. All right. Appearances, at least. Appearances. Um, okay. AFC? AFC. AFC, you have the uh, – this yeah. is where it's tough because there are a ton of good teams. Yes. The AFC is loaded. Yeah. With great football teams. And we'll get into a whole bunch of this next week. So we're only doing these picks just so they're out there uh, in the in the in the the realm of the radio vibes world, whatever. Um, we won't get too deep into all this stuff today. But next week, nothing but football with Andre Edwards. Absolutely. Who do you got in the AFC? I'm going. I mean, this is it seems like the the popular pick for everybody's the Bills. I'm definitely drinking that Kool-Aid. And I'm also drinking the L.A. Chargers Kool-Aid, I think. Wow. Okay. You're taking Justin Herbert over uh, over your your boy Joey Joey Football, huh? Just just barely. I mean, and not even taking him over Burrow. Just You also know Chiefs. In, I mean, that's the thing. You have the Chiefs. You have the Bengals. You have the Chargers. You have the, you have, uh, Raiders, the Titans, who Colts. are still going to be good. You have the... You have the the Ravens who are really going to be good again, mm-hmm. and the Bengals, and it's a lot. It's a lot. Who's the quarterback for the Colts these days? I don't even know the quarterback is. It's Matt Ryan. Oh, that's right. Matt, Matty Ice went over there. Mm-hmm. Wow, see, there you go. That makes them a thousand times better yep. than uh, Ryan Tannehill. Not that Ryan Tannehill was bad, mm-hmm. but Matty Ice got that veteran, a little more veteran stance on Matty, Matty Ice. Speaking of old-timers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yep. I'm going. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say uh, either the Chargers or the Bills beat the Bengals to go to the AFC Championship. And um, I'm going Bengals Chargers. Yeah, Bengals Chargers. Bengals Chargers. Chargers. Wow. The, get the old men in the NFC and the young bucks of the AFC. Let me quarterback wise. Yeah. Let me ask you this: Who? Which one of those teams beats the Bills? Uh, I, I think either team can beat the Bills, but I'm gonna go with. But I'm gonna let the uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna speak it into fruition, and I'm gonna let the Chargers play the Bills. I'd rather the Chargers have that game, <laughs> sure, than the Bengals have that game. I'll bet because <laughs> <laughs> Josh Allen is the real deal. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I've got Chargers and Bills, and then I'm gonna take the Bills in that game. All right, then I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm taking the Bengals. I'm going. Uh, repeat Super Bowl, Bengals, Rams, Bengals win. Maybe we can get a. Maybe we can get the third. We can get Bengals, Rams, the third uh, to to see who 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 completes the series. So so Bengals beat the Rams. Bengals beat the Rams. Okay, and then rubber match next year. Yeah. Who do you got? Who do you got? Um. So I've got uh, Bills and Bucks. And I'm I'm taking the Bills to retire Tom Brady. Oh, Josh Allen! You think he retires? You think he? Yeah, I think I think this might be it. I thought he had another year. He's got at least. I thought he got. I thought he signed until until he was 46. Maybe he can still retire. Yeah, he can retire whenever he wants. And uh, the Bucks go to the Super Bowl mostly because they've added Kyle Rudolph to that roster. Oh well, you know when they when you get rid of. 
when you get rid of maybe the best tight end to ever play football, might as well replace him with maybe the second best tight end to ever play football yeah. straight out of uh, the elder university high school. <laughs> Did yeah. you know that Western Hills West High is called Western Hills University High School? I did. I didn't know that. How does, how does that make any sense? Cincinnati, Ohio. So we're out of Cincinnati, obviously. Uh, wherever you're listening to this on your radio wave, it's not radio, it's podcast waves. Yeah, your internet, your phone, yeah, probably. However you're doing it. Uh, there's a high school where Pete Rose went to high school, mm-hmm. where my dad went to high school. Or Don Zimmer. Don Zimmer went Tuffy to high Rose. school. And it's Western Hills High School. West High is it's better known for. And I don't know when this happened, but it is at some point in time, it became a college and a high school. (laughs) It is now Western Hills University High School. How is that possible? I don't know what the, I don't know what their curriculum's like, or I I don't know how many AP classes they even offer. Well, our cousin went there and got a bunch of credits through that. Uh, That's where Melissa did a lot of her stuff at. Yeah. Yeah. I, look, it's, it's not, it's, it's a school. It's fine. Um, there are some stories that you could probably hear from people who go there. Uh, but Hey, it's, uh, it's also the high school where they filmed, uh, and, and, uh, what was that called? The skating where they're skating. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, did they film in West High? At West, it High? was at the school that they went to. The high school they went to was uh, West High. I don't know if they filmed it in West High, but the school they went to was West High. Uh, yeah, I don't think I never saw the movie. You never seen that? I wish I could remember what it was called. All about rollerblading. I know what uh, you're talking about. And they would go down Devil's Backbone, and the guys all wipe out on Devil's Backbone on the hairpins. Like it's pretty accurate to the to the West Side of Cincinnati. It's pretty cool. Hmm. Um. Yeah, I might have to might have to watch that someday in my life. Uh, anyway, don't even know what it's called. I just remember the one somebody will tell us what it is. Uh, used to watch it all the time. But the, my favorite line in the whole movie was he was a guy from California and he came in keys in Ohio and he walks up to the you know the somebody and the cool kids are picking on him and he's like, "Yo, bruh, chill." And he's like, "Did he just call me a piece of woman's underwear?" That's the coolest thing I've ever heard. This was from like the what nineties, late nineties, yeah, late nineties, <clears throat> mid to late nineties. So still, uh, still doing like the the like over stereotype of the California. Oh, big time person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, geez. <laughs> anyway. All right. Well, uh, we've got our our predictions. I uh, can't wait to hear Andre yell at me for not picking the Bengals to go back to the Super Bowl. Um, but like you said, we are going to get way more in depth on football and especially on the Bengals next week. So if you're a Bengals fan and, and you are watching airborne, this, it's called airborne. airborne. That's yeah. what it is called. 1993. 93. Yeah. Seth Green was in it. Hey, yeah. Seth Green. Yep. He was, he struggled rollerblading, but he was <laughs> on one of the teams. Huh. Anyway, there you go. Sethy Green. Sethy Green. All right. So that's, that's what we got. We got Andre coming up next week to tell us what he thinks too. That's right. Um, okay. Mount Rushmore. Good transition, right? Mount Rushmore. Good transition. <laughs> this week's Mount Rushmore is the Mount Rushmore of Nate Dog songs. 
anything that he did that in and, and, and Nate Dog, who is known as the king of the hook. Uh, I don't know if that's true or not. Sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, but he is the king of the hook. Like yeah. if you got Nate Dog to do the hook on your song, it's almost guaranteed to be a hit. Any any rap song in the nineties or two thousands uh that had any singing parts, it was Nate Dog. Nate Dog did all of it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He had a monopoly on that yeah. uh on that industry. Uh so anyway. He was and look, I was first exposed to Nate Dogg because he was good friends and he worked a lot with Snoop and Dr. Dre. Big time. He's West Coast boys, big he's yeah. him and now was it Warren G is Snoop's cousin, right? Oh, uh something and then like that. Nate Dogg's yeah. from that same area. And Nate Dogg and Warren G were were tight and blah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and I'm sure most people most people probably are familiar with Nate Dogg because of the song Regulate. Oh, yes, of course. Um, that he did with Warren G. And um, I think he did a lot. He worked a lot with Warren G. I think they might have even did a whole album together where they did like all the songs or almost all the songs together. Um, but anyway, Nate Dogg worked with a million people. And he was in a lot of stuff. And uh, so would you like to go first? No. No, absolutely not, because I still have not figured out the last two songs. It's so difficult. I've got I've got a bunch written down. Let's talk about yours to kick it off. Okay, I'll, I'll start off real easy. I just mentioned it. Regulate. I, I can't imagine anybody doing a Nate Dog uh, anything without mentioning that song. Um, they do the incredible. Yeah. And, yeah, and he even they do the incredible. He even did the uh, the ad right before the song and everything. And uh, <laughs> got to get this YouTube thing down. He, he sang the jingle and everything. <laughs> he sang the jingle. Uh, anyway, so regulate. There it is. I mean, one of the coolest regulate. beginnings. You regulate any stealing of his property. We're damn good too, but you can't be any geek off the street. You gotta be handy with the steal if you know what I mean. Earn your keep. Regulators. It was a clear black night. A clear white. Uh, I love that. So, uh, you know the beginning of that song. Uh, it like that whole that whole regulators. We regulate any stealing of his property, and we damn good too. That that that's from a movie. It's from a movie, and I think the movie is called Regulators. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. They like it's about these guys that protect this dude's farm or something. Huh. Uh, starring Nate Dogg and Warren G. No, no, it's a western. <laughs> uh, okay, there, uh, I'm trying to find. I'm gonna find it for you. Right. Okay. Right yep. Nope. Nope. That's not it. Anyway. 48. Right. No. Um, I think there's popular people in it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Did it come out after the? Uh, was the song made for the movie? Who's the coach? Who's the coach for the Mighty Ducks? Emilio Estevez. I think Emilio Estevez is in it. Oh, okay. Emilio Estevez. I can't think of any. I mean, I don't know any Westerns, but uh, anyway, anyway, regulate while you're looking for that. I'm going to the next one, and that is area codes. Oh, he went with area codes. You know, Luda, Luda is Luda is phenomenal on his own. I almost didn't go with this just because I feel like I talk about Ludacris so much. Ludacris is a good friend of this podcast. We both uh, are fans of Ludacris for sure. Uh, and Area Codes is just fun. It's just a fun song. Um, 
mostly because of Ludacris, but hey, Nate Dogg's in it. He does a fine job. He does a great job. Um, and there you go. I got Oh man, Nate Dogg's voice is just amazing. It, it is a good voice. It's a nice low, yeah, low tone. <clears throat> um, speaking of low. Ah, I had this song in my head when I first oh. my, I ended up switching to uh, Can't Deny It, but at, for at one point in the time, I had I got you. Go ahead. I got you. I got you. I got you. And speaking of great beginnings and great beats to songs, maybe my all-time favorite beat in a song. Oh, Lay Low by Snoop Dogg featuring Master P, Butch Cassidy, and the East Siders and Nate. Stay out of the club. Stay out of the club. Oh. <laughs> Just hits right. I want to pay Snoop for the rights to play that song as our intro. That would be sweet. Oh my god! What do you? What? How much do you think he would charge us? I bet he wouldn't charge us anything. Probably only like. Uh, and then how would we five, let? Five how would we like let? Oh. All right, good song, good song, good song. All right, so what's your fourth then? <laughs> That's the thing about talking about rap. <laughs> it's it's gonna be. Yeah, there's gonna be a. There's going to be a little tiny E next to this. Yeah, uh, we dropped it. Yeah, there's a bomb. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, that's fine. Um, last one, I, it, it's, this was kind of tough because there are so many songs that I could put Not in the here. one that – you haven't chose the one that I swore you would have had in this. And, I, and I'm probably not because I think you're going to be like, what? On this last one? I, I, I almost did Explosive. Okay, that's uh, good. From, from Chronic 2001. Yep. Man, re- listening to that again, that whole Chronic 2001 album, I, j- I listened to that 6,000 times for a, a year. Every song on that's amazing. Explosive is, is a, such a great song. So filthy. Man, so filthy. 40-year-old Adam listens to that different than 21-year-old <laughs> Adam or whatever, 19-year-old Adam. Um, but anyway, My Name. song's called My Name by Exhibit. Featuring Eminem and Nate Dogg. Not my name by Eminem. No, no, my no. name by Exhibit. By Exhibit. Gotcha. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, Exhibit had a probably right around that 01, 02, 03 era that. Yeah, that that album right there. I bought that. In, oh my God. I was in love with Exhibit. Dude, Exhibit was awesome. When the, I can't remember what the song was. It was Alcoholic. Alcoholic was on that CD, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, call it what you like. Now that would have been fun. That would have been a good one to have Nate Dog do too. Call it what you wanna call. But uh, my favorite part is uh, when he says, "With my fresh press khakis and a slingshot." <laughs> <laughs> I don't even understand it. But okay. Yep. Uh, okay. Before I, but that was those were my four. Before I mention any other ones, I don't want to say anything that you have on. No, yours, you're so good. You so the one that I thought you were gonna, you would say was, "Oh no." Um, Oh no, uh, where's it out here? I'm trying to pull this stuff up as I go with most deaf, most deaf. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I thought that would be on there. Yeah, I was tempted. I love most deaf. I know you love most deaf, so I just figured it was on there. 
God, that is yeah. good, dude. And, and I'm not, that I, is so good. I, I, I've only heard that a couple of times, actually. Uh, yeah. But, but I, I, that's so yeah, good. I forgot about that one, but I did see it while I was looking stuff up and I, I just didn't, didn't do it. He did quite a bit with Eminem. Yeah. He did a lot with Eminem. Um, Till I Collapse is yeah. a great song that he did with Eminem. Um, so I got Regulate on there. Um, and then I put, uh, I think it's fabulous. Can't deny it. I can't deny it. I'm a down it. That's a great song. I absolutely love that. So from here, I got a bunch that I got to figure out. So he does the next episode. He does at the very end of that. Uh, that's all. That's one of the greatest songs out yeah, there. That probably should have been. But he's on. I figured that would be on yours too. But that he's only he only does the very end. It's not like he does the hook or anything. He's it's just at the very end of the song. Um, so I don't, you know, it is what it is. I wonder what you get paid to come in and sing one line at the end of a song. <sighs> I don't, that's a good question, man. You know, cause the features get paid up front. You know what I mean? They're usually like, Hey man, you know, you know, you pay for a beat, you pay for a feature, but then, you know, the money that's made off the album just goes to you. So you're paying these guys to get that feature. Right. And that's how it works. I guess. I don't know. I don't know anything about the music business. Neither do I. <laughs> uh, so I can't deny it. I'm putting that on there. 21 questions by, by uh, 50 Cent. One of 50 Cent's best songs. And the reason it's one of his best songs is because Nate Dogg does the hook. Um, so apparently, and with that song, I was also reading that apparently uh, 50 Cent was going to sing it and rap it. He was going to sing that, the hook and do the rap. And, uh, not a good idea. Mr. Uh, and, and his producer, Mr. Dr. Dre, said, uh, hold up a second, bro. I got somebody to get that hook for you. Yep. Um, next episode, um, How Long Will They Mourn Me? Tupac. Tupac yeah. How long will they mourn me? Oh, it's, it's a good, I'm not a huge Tupac guy, Yeah. but but that's a good song. Yeah. And we talked last week about doing the uh, – about doing the uh, – uh, 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 uh. Yep. When you sing into when you sing into a microphone and the words are up there, karaoke. karaoke. Yeah, and I think that's what I think that's the one that my the Tupac song he did. Oh yeah, how, yeah, yeah. How long will they mourn me? Okay. Um, so uh, until I collapse. Oh no! Next episode. Area codes. How long will they mourn me? Can't deny it. Lay low. Twenty-one questions. Regulators. Um, all about you. There's some good ones. Yeah, those are what I'm choosing out of. I'm going, all right, here we go. Regulate, obviously, got to go regulate. Can't deny it. I'm going with that. I'm going area codes, and I'm going till I collapse with Eminem. Nice. All right, so we had two. We had two of the same. Till I collapse. <clears throat> right on. <clears throat> Uh, R.I.P. Nate Dog. You know, yeah. Two, so the Strokes were, the Strokes were in uh, 2008 and nine. I think he died. In, was it 11 or 14? Good question. He died really soon after that. I think he had his Strokes in like 2008, 
I want to. I love this. This is my one of my favorite hooks, so I gotta, I gotta search for it here. But then again, when I read. So that's the other thing on this. He actually had a like almost a verse as well. Yeah, in that too. So. All right, there you go. That's the Nate Dog. Nate Dog Mount Rushmore. Well done, Adam Schmidt. Well done. Thank you. Same to you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it was fun. You know, I, I I realize I'm not nearly as much a rap fan anymore as I once was. And uh, yeah, but that but was it's, but it's that, fun to go. But back all his yeah, okay. Sorry, and sorry. listen, no, yeah, yeah. That's I I just it's it's fun to go back and listen to that, especially the songs that you knew well. It was an era of our time, Absolutely. and Nate Dogg was a huge part of that era. Yeah. I I was a I, that's all I listened to was hip hop up until probably. Probably 2009, 2010. That's all I listened to. Yeah. And uh, I mean, they're from the 90s. I mean, of course, I went through the little ska punk stage. And as did you I know, you go through all the different stages and all that. But like during the 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 height of, you know, I always say like from the time you're like 14 to like 22, 23, I feel like that little age span, that eight, 10 year age span is when you really get your genre of music. Yeah. So like from like, for me, it's like from like, not from like 2000 to like 2008, that was like, those, those songs are the songs that I still listen to to this day. Yeah. Especially at like that junior, senior year of high school, you know, those are the ones that like, Oh, one, Oh, two, that for me and a ton, Nate dog did like seven features in 2001. It was insane. Yeah. He was on a lot, man, a lot yep. of songs for 20 years. Yep. Said, yep. Or more. Um, all right, and he's got like seven or eight of his own albums that are out there. I was, yeah, did I you was, listen to any of them? No, I was, uh, I was looking through songs just like on on Apple Music and just going through songs that he's on, and some of, and then usually it says like whose song it is, or whatever. right? And when it just says Nate Dog, I mean, it always has other people in it, but when it says Nate Dog, I'm like, oh, that must have been from an actual album. He's got multiple, and he just sang, man. He was just a, I mean, it was the same kind of thing, right? He's got that baritone or is that baritone bass, whatever that deep little deeper voice. He just get it, get at it. Another thing we can ask Andre next week. He's the uh, singing. expert. Yes, he is the singing expert. I wonder how he feels about, about uh, Nate dog. Cause that's a, that'd be an interesting, I'm, that's an interesting question because he is a aficionado. I mean, he went, he went to college for singing, didn't he? And that what he went to college for. And, uh, and he's in a, he's in a, uh, don't call it a boy band. He's in no. a he's in a R&B group. Uh, R&B group. And so what is how does Nate Dog, you know, he's not Brian McKnight, he's not, you know, Boys the Men, he's not Enrique Iglesias. Like what is Nate Dog? How does how does how does his world of R&B see Nate Dog? Do they see him as an R&B artist or do they see him as a hip hop artist? Yeah. I think that's the question I want to ask. Yeah. Let's ask him that. Let's do it. Yeah. And if he is, if you're like, eh, he just sang a few lines on rap songs, could he, does he have the voice to do a full, you know, singing song where he's actually singing and not, you know, singing raps? Well, well, he never had a hit, though, on his own. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But if he just became like R&B, 
did he does he have that voice to carry a whole R&B album on his own? Yeah. That's what I want to know too. It's a good question, man. It's a good question. Yeah. I, I I don't know exactly how to answer that. Uh, but I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. This is a little G funk. <laughs> so this is a Nate dog. Oh, that's the song. That's the name of the song. It's called right? G Funk. Yeah. So, uh, hold on. Yeah, sorry. listen to that too. Let's get to him singing. I mean, this is definitely R and B, right? Yeah. So, is Nate Dog? So Nate Dog, I would think Nate Dog would be considered an R and B artist. I don't know. I I never listened to a Nate Dog album. Right, but he himself would be an R&B artist who just does features on, you know, like uh, what's the Petey Pablo Petey Pablo song where that girl sings in the back, sings there. That doesn't make her a hip-hop artist because she sings the the hook on Petey Pablo song, you know what I mean? Or, you know, or or Ciara or somebody like that who's, who did a Petey Pablo song too, you know what I mean? Yeah. Ciara! But they did different that stuff on their own, is right? Automatic. And I, I funky I, fresh. I, I feel like what you sing about sort of has something to do with it. You think so? Yeah. I mean, I you know, I, Nate is probably singing a lot about <laughs> how he is about young like, ladies, money. You think so? Um, oh. y- you know, uh, the 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 traditional. <laughs> The traditional themes and topics. Some people are copycats. Yeah. These people can't get the night back. You don't like it at all. You're like, dude, <laughs> I love, I love Nate Dog, but Nate Dog, this is not you, bro. I'm sorry, man. Uh, so does that? So now, after hearing that, does that like turn you off of Nate Dog? No man, he's he's a cornerstone of the the rap era that I loved, and you know, in the '90s, starting in the '90s, and then the 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 Snoop and Dr. Dre, like I said, that that like early and mid '90s era that they had, especially early '90s with the Chronic and Doggy Style, and then back into it like ten years later or whatever with uh, with you know Eminem and Exhibit and all those guys that they, they and that you know Chronic 2001 and the Last Meal and um, all the stuff that they did in the early two, the late nineties and early two thousands. Um, I was, I was all into that stuff and that's when and Nate dog was big on those songs, man. So no, mm-hmm. no. Uh, hearing his, his stuff, he might not have been a great song. I totally writer. forgot he did the chingy. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, I like that. I like that. That's right. Old Chingy. Ching a ling. Ching a ling. Anyway, that's another good one that he did. All right. Anyway, uh, off of that, then I'm trying to see if he ever did his own, had his own top 100 hit. Ooh. Top 100 hooks. I would be, yeah. <laughs> I would be surprised if Nate Dogg had from his own album. That's what so so his the the best song he ever had was 21 questions spent four weeks at number one with 50 cent then shake that with Eminem shake that ass with me shake that. that's a good one too totally forgot about that yeah 
I'm a dentist. I'm a menace. An oral hygienist. Uh, regulate. Got to number two. None of these are just Nate Dog. They're all. These are all features. Yeah. Poor guy, man. That's okay, man. Everybody has a role, like on a team. Everybody has yeah. a role. You got just do your role. You know, he was he was a defensive stopper. You know, he was a uh, he was a uh, he was a he was a uh, a great catcher, but maybe he couldn't hit that well. He never had, never had, never had his own song on a uh, on Billboard Top 100. Yeah, yeah. I, I, eh, you know, that's okay. Regulate got to number two. Uh, Shake that got to six. I like that from Chingy got to 11. That's insane. Uh, nobody does it better with Nate Dogg. I didn't hear, ever heard that. Where's Regulate at? Yeah, I wrote that. I wrote that one. Nobody does it better. Oh, Rob, Regulate got to number two. That's what I said. Yeah. Anyway, all right. That's enough of that. You know what that means. I do. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> Time to go into our comedy segment. Adam, what do you think about this guy? Uh, Tim Dillon is the guy, and he's a real hero, I got to tell you. Uh, yeah. I, uh, some- <laughs> no, that's uh, the name of the special that he just released on Netflix, and that's the one we watched. And Tim Dillon, uh, like I was saying last week, has a huge podcast, a uh, big following now. Um, I, I don't, that's one of the podcasts I don't watch. I watch a million listen or listen to a million comedy podcasts. Yeah. I just never got to that one. All the stuff that I've seen, I see clips and stuff all the time from him. And, and, you know, a lot of the comedians know him and talk about him and stuff. Um, he seems like a, just like a crazy guy that's saying the craziest stuff he can possibly say a lot of energy, yeah. a lot of just throwing stuff out there put, not put, too worried about being canceled or anything like that yep and so I, that, it doesn't really while i like a lot of comedians that are also kind of like that i for some reason i it ju- it just doesn't draw me in no you are usually a little pushed away by yeah by some of that yeah uh it's so this is this is what i love about comedy Everybody has their type of comedy they like, right? Like I like, I lo- we we like a lot of the same comedy, and then there are times where you like one and I don't like one, just the way it works. Or I really like one and you don't. Uh, and a lot of those are usually the guys that are a little more over the top and say some 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 nasty things, and you are a go away from that. You're you're not not always a big fan of that. You think Sometimes. that there's too much of other stuff going on, um, and to- so that's what I love about comedy. Nobody needs to be canceled just because you don't like what he says doesn't mean it has to be good or bad. But I got a feeling that we might be on the same page with this one. Okay. I I don't know. I don't know. And after I'm looking at your after looking at your face, (laughs) I might be wrong. You got a big smile on your face. Did you like this guy? Here's the thing. I was expecting this to be him just come out and just be just absolutely nuts for an hour. I mean, he kind of was. And. Yeah, but it wasn't like I thought it was. Good. It wasn't. You thought it was going to be worse. See, I don't. I didn't have any predetermined anything. I don't even know who this guy is. I have yeah. no idea who he is because I don't listen to podcasts. And if that's what right. he's known for, I'm not going to know. Him. Right. And he talks about Joe Rogan a couple times. Mm-hmm. So I, I think they're good friends. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I I, I kind of was expecting the, to, for this to be a big sweaty noisy mess, and it it I didn't really think it was compared to what I thought it might be. So uh. 
and he's also very talks a lot about politics and social issues a lot on yep. his podcast and on his social media and everything. Um, so I was like, you know, some of that's going to get, but you know what tired. he does it, the he does it the way I like, right? Like he makes fun of far right and he makes fun of far left and he, you know what I mean? So I'm yes. good with that. I love the people that make fun of the crazies. Yes. So all the crazy people that are way right and all the crazy people that are way left, make fun of those dudes all you want. I love that. And that was, that surprised me too, uh, in, in a good way that he did. He wasn't like super one-sided or wasn't you know right. wasn't over the top with yeah. that stuff like bill bird did with the abortion thing that was i mean he's just <laughs> yeah. hilarious <laughs> yeah yeah bill bird did a good job of that too um so anyway the, the, he he just he surprised me in a good way um i thought a lot of it was funny uh and it was just it was just all around a, a better than i expected uh, this uh, it was a pleasant surprise pleasant surprise okay so he's actually a pleasant surprise he, I, I haven't seen him do a lot of stand up. I've mostly just seen clips of him sitting down at a table on a podcast and saying sure. crazy stuff to get sure. people to listen to him. Doesn't like his mom, by the way. Not a fan of his mom. Not you know, a fan not of his mom. Not everybody grew up with great moms, unfortunately. I, I, yeah, I sounds like it. We were lucky, but uh, but yeah, not everybody is. So uh, doesn't, like, doesn't like his mom, but is a better comedian than I even thought. Um, and I, I, I laughed enough here. Um, I didn't write a lot down. I wrote down what's beauty and the beast about. Yeah, that was pretty uh, good. Was, yep. <laughs> and the good. people that go to that go to Disneyland, you know, that that was, that was pretty good. Yep. That stuff was good. <laughs> that was good. He it's uh, outlandish. It gets he I here's what I think. Because I want to say the things very that dirty mouth, by the way. If you're yes. gonna watch it, yes, be prepared for that. He's got a mouth on. Uh so I before you say what you got, because I definitely now think that we're not gonna be anywhere close to each other. Yeah. Um I, I, I want to, I want to say that I think this dude's, his jokes start well. He, he, he's got the, the formula down, right? Like he pretty good at that, but it's like, it goes to these crazy, like not like it wasn't even, I wasn't even laughing. Cause I couldn't, I had to look up a bunch of stuff. Oh, QAnon and some of these people he's talking about in the politic thing, which is no big deal, but like it would just get, just crazy like it's not even a joke now you're, that doesn't even make sense what you're saying literally what you said that isn't doesn't make any sense i like i'm totally down for over the top like i love people that are over the top but at least let the thing make sense like what you say makes sense a lot of it didn't to me maybe i'm just a dummy and he's a very smart intellectual person but a lot of it i didn't laugh but maybe two or three times because i just didn't it got so far out there so quick, like, boom, it was boom. He was gone. Like, that's the craziest day gone thing I've ever heard in my life. Um, so, yeah. So I think we're going to be a little different because you're pleasantly surprised. Yeah. And I was, uh, I was, it, it was, it was too much. It was too much for me. Oh. And like I said, I'm a hundred percent all the way in every, like, that doesn't mean that this dude's bad. I, I just, I, <laughs> I would not go back and listen to that special. Like it wouldn't, I wouldn't, there's no part of me that's like, you know what? What was that one joke he said? I want to go back and watch that. That'll never happen in my life. Okay. All right. So if you did another special like next year or something, you would, I would still listen. I would still watch. I mean, I would watch it to give them a chance. I mean, you know, we got, we got to give people chances. I'm all about second chances. And that's the same thing. We have some of our favorite comedians that when we've gone back and 
listen to newer stuff they do or different things where we've been both been like, yeah, that wasn't that great. Mm-hmm. Right. Depending on what they talk about and stuff like that. And this dude, I think the jokes would have been really good if he didn't, if he didn't jump too far. Did you also notice that the, that the acoustics were terrible? The sound was horrible. Like the, the audience laughing sound sounded like this. It was like that. And then some applause in it. I was like, what? This is the worst sounding. It sounded terrible. I have to go back and, uh, and, and watch part of it. So first thing I thought of when it started and I couldn't, you know, now that you say that there was something, I felt like early on, maybe right away. I, I felt like I noticed something weird about the audio, the audio, but yeah, but I, I didn't, I guess I didn't pay. That's when I noticed it was right off the bat right away was when I noticed it. Now then you get used to stuff as it keeps going, but the audience, like the audience was a, they were, it, it almost sounds like, it sounded like the, to me, like the audience was dubbed in because it was like the laughter would stop right before he'd start talking to them. Like some of the laughs were long, some of the laughs were short. And I'm, I was thinking, well, it doesn't been sound normal. I wonder if there's a little bit of, I wonder if he wasn't as funny uh, as he, as he wanted to be in this and he dubbed in some stuff. I don't think he did. I think people really do thoroughly enjoy him and he's out there. He's, he's got some, he goes into some crazy tangents and it's and and I can see how those kind of things would be funny. I just it just got too far for me on a couple of them. Like it's not too far, like not too far, like he's talking about aliens. Like that's okay, bro. You know, like too far, like it didn't even make sense with the joke anymore. He does that on his podcast, talking about aliens. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember the guy, uh, but like the like with the with the teacher thing. Right. And like having the, I was ready. Like this, is, I was like, this is going to be good. He is going to toe the line. He's going to jump that lot. This is going to be great. And it, it was like, no, oh, no, that I don't, it just wasn't funny. I got you to me. All right. So uh, let's see. Let's see what your uh, rating is 2.5. Okay. 2.5. You're right. We're, we're pretty far off here. I gave it a 3.9. A 3.9? You were pleasantly surprised and you gave him almost a four. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, yeah. I, if I didn't have any expectations, it might have been lower. Yeah. Um, you're right. Yeah. But it was better than you expected. Better than I expected, yeah. And you, um, you, I think your exact words were, I laughed a couple of times. I did. I, <laughs> well, yeah. I almost yeah. got a four and you laughed a couple of times. Man, <laughs> I've seen you give way less scores for... Anyway, I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, no I, 3.9. That's a good one. I, I, I thought we were going to be really close on this one. I thought we both were going to be really close. I was totally. And then as you started talking, your smile came out. I was like, well, he liked this. I don't really like this. <laughs> so a little below average for you. Yeah. Right. Um, okay. That's, that's okay. I love it. I love when we're off, though. That's always makes it fun. Yeah. It makes it fun for me. You know what? I, because we can be like almost dead on on a lot of things. Yeah. We have been yeah a lot. We had a, a streak going there for a while. Um, I I think last week I, I meant to mention something and I don't think I did. Did I tell you about my experiencing Joe List live on the podcast? No, we talked about doing it, but we never did actually talk about it on the podcast. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. you got, you went to go see Joe List, who is becoming one of my favorite comedians out there. That guy is He's so funny, amazing. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. And we watched his special, you know, several weeks ago, his, his newer special and um, uh, this year's material, I think it was. And 
uh, as a matter of fact, I think that was the second one because uh, he he put one out a year before, and that was uh, I I want to kill myself or something like that, or I hate myself. I hate myself. Yes, as it was yes. Um, same thing. Uh, no, it's not the same thing. But then, so this year's material, I think, was the new one. So anyway, uh, got a chance to see him uh, a couple weeks ago now. Again, again, I go there. My brother goes with me. They sit you. You don't know where you're sitting until oh, they go. There. Tell me you got all the way up front again. Very front row. Awesome. I'm touching the stage again. I am one seat over from where I sat for Big Joe Christian two weeks before. Nice. Uh, so ba- basically still center of the stage. Yep. Right in front of them. Um, <laughs> so I'm like, oh man, here we go. Now, Big J Okerson, we talked about it. I mean, crowd work all night long. Absolutely. The guy that opened for him also did some of that stuff. He talked to me. They both talked to me. Joe List, uh, and he also brought, of course, I'm going to forget it now because it was two weeks ago, but uh, a guy whose name I had heard, but I hadn't seen him do stand up yet. Um, he was He was pretty decent too. Um, and there was the guy that opened, uh, that the guy that hosted, I guess there's a host. And then, uh, I think it's host feature and then the headliner. Right. So the guy that hosted was really good. Nice. His name was Chris something. Okay. All Chris's are funny. Um, Chris Farley, Chris Witt, this Chris guy, funny people, funny people. Also a good movie. Uh, Adam Sandler. Movie. Yep. Uh, but anyway. Neither of those first two guys. Is that the one with Seth Rogen? Yes. Yeah. Neither of those first two guys did any crowd work. Um, and then Joe came out. So I'm like, okay, that was, you know, got through the, got through there. Um, before I even get to that, we sit, they sit us at the table. It's a four person table. You always sit across. If you bring mm-hmm. two people, it's you're sitting with somebody at a table that you do not know. It's always a weird thing for me. Yep. We sit down. There's a there's a lady. Uh, a young lady sitting there uh, by herself. So I'm like, okay, whoever she's with is in bathroom the bathroom or something or, like yeah. that. Uh, so, you know, a couple minutes goes by. Of course, my brother and I aren't going to start a conversation. Uh, <laughs> so she, no, that's not going to happen. So she, she starts a conversation. Um, and I forget how, just asks us, you know, if we, if we ever have been there before, or do we come yeah. there a lot or whatever? And, uh, and, and I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm here, you know, a decent amount, especially lately. Um, she's like, I feel like I live here. I, I, I'm here like almost every week. And so we start talking to her and she is like, she loves all the same comedians yep. that I do. She's, uh, we were talking comedy and comedians and podcasts and, and, and then her boyfriend showed up. Nobody was there with her. Wow. She, she told us. She had a Tinder date that ghosted her like right before. Wow, no. Which I can also relate to quite a bit. Absolutely. <laughs> did like, you talk about that? I did. Oh, I didn't mention it. I feel like that's. But a, I, yeah. I felt like I should. I was yeah. like, I, I was like, oh, I, I, I wanted to like be like, it's all right, girl. It yeah, just happens to me, me all the time. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so I mean, she wasn't my brother. <laughs> Like, he's like we left he's like she's the female adam schmidt <laughs> see that's where if i was there with you it would have got awkward because i'd have been like well, that's all right he can go sit right there adam be your tinder date tonight yeah 
uh, but anyway, so I mean, it was kind of weird because she was sitting at that. So the 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 seat, like basically right on the stage, right in front of the stage, she yeah. left open. So she was sitting on that second seat. Yeah. So it was just an empty front row seat the entire time. Wow. Day. So I was kind of surprised that so we only had three people there, which I guess was nice. And then she was she was nice and she had moved there from somewhere I, I forget where she was. You guys haven't talked about it lately since you've been on the phone the last couple of weeks or anything like that. <laughs> no, no, we didn't speak after that. Oh um, man. I was a little worried that she was because we started talking and we're like talking like like deep yeah. comedy stuff. Yeah. And she's like, you and I should be best friends or something like that. And I'm like, oh yeah. And, and I was like, this would be a perfect person to go. You know, I'm, I, I just keep buying these comedy tickets. And then I'm like, for the last, you know, three weeks before the, I'm like texting people like, Hey, yeah. do you want to go to this comedy show? And I either yeah. don't hear back or somebody's busy or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, so, <laughs> so I'm like, this would be a perfect person. She's always wants, she goes to comedy shows all the time, sometimes yeah. by herself. Um, but anyway, but I was like, nah, I'm not, uh. didn't do it. No, no, oh, that's too bad. No. And it would have just been a friend situation. I, I understand. It I would have just been a friend. I, I, I understand. You wouldn't want to lead her on. I would not want to lead her on. And that was part of not, that would, that would not be because I did still think I was like, I should like get her co- some sort of contact info. Yeah. Get her chat snap handle or I was Insta, gonna say, Insta, yeah. Insta, Insta flame or. Yeah. And she's, she actually is a, she's, I think started or has runs a fan page for Brody Stevens. Remember Brody? Yeah. Stevens? Yeah. Died in 2019. I think it was. Cause we, we talked about, she was telling us about that. So we were talking about him. And I didn't even tell her my Brody Stevens story. I should have, because she's like this yeah. super. She was like, I was kind of it was kind of weird. I was like following him around the country, like I was wow. traveling to his shows and stuff, and um, to listen to the same set, yeah, constantly. <laughs> yeah, I, she was a huge fan of his. So, and I, I mentioned Zach Galifianakis because those two were really good friends. Right. And uh, and she's like, I, I said, yeah, I think I think Zach Galifianakis might be my favorite comedian and i know they work together a lot and stuff and she pulls out her phone and shows me a picture of her and zach Galifianakis oh, together geez. <laughs> i'm like whoa that's cool um so anyway uh that it was really cool to meet that girl because she was like a super comedy fan and yeah. I, I just don't meet people like that ever um but anyway so then the show came on joe list came out killed and didn't say a word to me or anybody perfect in perfect for you i mean it was awesome yeah, yeah, he was really, really funny. He yeah, is he so great. good, dude. Yeah. Um, so anyway, good experience there. I didn't, I didn't, I don't want to take up too much time, but uh, very cool experience. I, I sat in the very front, one seat over from where I was. It was That's a different so cool, table, man. but like right next to each other. Dude, Joe List is hilarious, and it's so funny that you went to Joe List with your brother because I've said this to you multiple times. I feel like your brother looks like Joe List. Yeah. Yeah, they look a little bit alike. Uh, they're both tall. Their mannerisms kind of are, are similar. <laughs> yeah. And my brother is one of the funniest, maybe the funniest person I know. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah. So your brother's got a, one of the best sense of you. Like his, he's got that. His, his, oh. I'm jealous. There's something about a guy who can say something to you with a straight face that is absolutely hilarious and never crack a smile. He can, he doesn't break. He, it's, does I'm, not. Uh, it's yeah uh he got he got some jeans that i definitely wish i had but uh i mean i don't know where those came from 
I don't know who's, I don't know if my dad or mom were, was funnier, but, um, but anyway, I mean, my dad, my dad's a comedy fan too. Yeah. Your dad likes comedy. comedy. Um, but yeah, Joe is, Joe has this, I don't know. Anyway, uh, Joe list, uh, was excellent. And, uh, that's awesome. Better than Tim Dillon, I guess. Yeah, well, for me, at least <laughs> for me, at least anyway, old Timmy. All right, so anyway, let's go on to next week. Next week, Adam, we've got a Mount Rushmore, and we have a um, comedy special that we have to do. Uh, I'll start off. So the comedy special, uh, I'm going to go with another uh, pretty recently um, debuted on the on the on the Netflix. Uh, David A. Arnold. It ain't for the week. David A. Arnold, and. This is going to be our second David A. Arnold uh, yeah. special. Yep. It ain't for the week. We'll have to go back and see what we rated the first one. That yeah. was probably still when you were still doing the spreadsheet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I will uh, update at some point. It might take you a week just, to update it now. Yeah, it'll take me a little time, but that's okay. I'll do it sometime. Uh, all right. David A. Arnold. Nice. I did see uh, a couple weeks ago that that came out or was going to come out or whatever. Yep. And, um, and I was like, oh, okay, we'll probably end up doing that one too. Good call. Uh, Mount Rushmore for next week. I'm excited. It's funny that I thought about this before we came here, and then we ended up talking about some of this early on in this episode. Games or sports, the 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 your favorite games or sports to play that are not the big three sports. So no baseball, no basketball, no football your favorite so if it's bowling if it's ping pong if it's frisbee golf if it's can jam if it's beersby if it's horseshoes if it's anything anything like that if it's any kind roller of competitive hockey, any kind of competitive slash sport thing sport or game or where game. you have to you have to move around at golf it could be i mean you know anything okay. not those three i'm into that yeah, I think I've got my four right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're gonna you're gonna have to think a little bit about it because something this next week is gonna come gonna to you. Like, be like, well, you know what? I really uh, like doing that. Yeah, yeah. I got uh, man. I have to put that one there. Okay. Yeah, I'm in for this. Yeah, I like it. Okay. Right on. Games, outs, games or sports outside of the big three that you like to play. play. The ones that you like to play. That's what right. you like to play. Right. right, but you don't play bowling though. You, you just bowl. bowl. You bowl, yeah. Do you yeah. play golf or do you just golf? You just golf, right? You just golf. you just golf. Yeah. Those count, though. They do count? They count. Okay. Yeah. That's like, do you play cornhole or do you just cornhole? I think you play. <laughs> I think you make sure you play cornhole and cornhole. <laughs> well, what, what? I don't like, I mean. Yeah, no, there's there's no other. Uh, yeah, doesn't mean anything else. It's just a game. Throw the corn in the hole. Yeah. I am the great cornhole. Yo. Did I tell you I was in a cornhole tournament a couple weeks ago? No. How'd you do? <laughs> well, it was a two and out. Um, we lost our first, won our next two, and then lost. Nice. So we got we got four games in. There you go. We uh so my son's baseball team, uh, we had these two guys, two dads that um went on a streak and just beat everybody this one day. And they were at the boards all night. They were there all night and and Nobody could beat them. And uh, so they went out and bought WWE championship belts. 
Nice. So every time we have all the baseball team over, there's always cornhole boards that come out and they bring the belts out. Well, we took the belts from them once. Me and a little, me and me and another dad took the belts from them. And uh, when we took the belts from them, they ended up getting them back after about seven or eight games later that night. We 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 went on about a seven or eight game streak. Other dads always picking each other up, trying to figure out what the combination to beat the champs are. But whenever we play, it's always pretty pretty tight. The, me and this other dad, more me and my dad. And these I was two, gonna say. You and my dad have two partners. You and your dad. Dad wasn't at. Dad doesn't come to a lot of the after game stuff, the big party stuff. He was at this one, but one of the guys with the championship belt wasn't there. And me and my dad went on like a nine game winning streak, but the dude who who had the other championship belt wasn't there, so we never got a we never got a match against the. We did get one match to try to get the belts, and we lost. Um, You beat. Hawk from the Legion of Doom, but Animal wasn't. But there. Animal wasn't there exactly. Yeah, it'd be it was like Hawk, Hawk and Hawk and Marty Genetti. You know what I mean? Yeah, right <laughs> together. It just it, it was, that wasn't the tag team champs. So oh, anyway, RIP both of those guys. So then we then we we came back and we got them again Friday. We we won them back again Friday, and we defended them multiple times and uh, still currently hold the cornhole championship. Hey, I think I might be Good do like a John Cena thing and and get a new one though. Yeah. yeah, John Cena got that spinner championship belt when they who brought that in. It. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, and we'll see yourself a new one. So, anyway, who's the intercontinental champ right now? Uh, that's me and dad. Me and dad are the number one contenders. So, I'm the champion, I hold the belt, and then me and dad won like nine or ten straight. Uh, actually, we never did play the, the champions, champs, because dad had to leave. So, he ended up leaving. That's why I stopped playing with him when the other guy got there. So, I hold the belt. I, I am part of the tag team that holds the belt, and I'm part of the tag team that is the number one contender. So uh, it's going to be odd thrown against myself, but I'm going to have to do it, I guess. <laughs> oh, man. I'm sure there was – yeah, because I think the uh, – what was it called? The Mega Powers when Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage joined together yep. for a little bit, and I think they won the tag team championship at some point yeah and i'm sure one of them had either the championship belt or the intercontinental Intercontinental, sure yeah yeah at the same time that's like right now man uh, wwe is just giving everything to uh roman reigns and his family oh which i believe is also part of the rocks family their cousins as well if i'm not mistaken so roman reigns and his cousins the usos roman reigns holds the both championship belts I believe it's both champion. Maybe he holds an intercontinental championship belt for raw and then a SmackDown belt. And then the Usos have both tag team belts. So they walk around with like 37 belts all around them, wherever they got. <laughs> I don't know how you get two sets of champions of tag. And they've had them forever. I don't understand why WWE is doing it. Like, come on, man, let go of the belts, dude. Let's get, let's get some more people involved in this. What's the next big pay-per-view? You know, I don't, don't they still do the Royal Rumble? Oh, are you kidding me? Absolutely. You have to, you yeah. have to do the Royal Rumble. Um, did I tell you I watched the 92 Royal Rumble a couple weeks ago? Did you really? Was it, it the best thing ever? Yeah, it was it was really good. Um, that's the one that was outside, right? No, that was inside. Oh, okay. It was inside. Well, uh, that was a WrestleMania that was outside. There was a WrestleMania outside, yeah. That was the Shawn Michaels, and that was a big one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, was it? Ric Flair, I think, won. Oh. I think Ric Flair won. Wow. Um, yeah, man. 
it's so funny to watch that guy wrestle. So funny. He is a character. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, it was fun. Yeah. And, and then seeing all the guys and then even a few guys that I didn't even remember from that. Yeah. That far back. Yep. Um, and you see him, you're like, Oh, I do kind of remember that. Remember the rooster? Yeah. Yeah. He was in it. Was he in it? He was in it. It was awesome. He cock a doodle do all around with that red, with that red mohawk. Yeah. I've been watching the dark side of the ring again. I, I didn't watch all season three and I just finished season three. Uh, while I was in West Virginia and, uh, the last one was the steroid one. And then the one before that was the Luna all about Luna. That chick was a nutcase. Um, but yeah, the, the steroid, the steroid trials of whatever that was 90. I don't know when it was, but yeah. Did you watch the Manti Teo thing? I did. I did. So did I. Did you yeah, I did. That was, uh, yeah. I mean, it, that was, it wasn't what I, I'm, if you've watched the Manti Teo thing on Netflix, there's not a single person out there that was ready for that dude to be a girl. <laughs> no, nobody was ready for that dude to be a girl. I mean, he won. Look, it, it right now. That's the right. He he played the right. He played the right card right there. He knew what he was doing when he started. When he got on there, like Netflix, he's like, I'm gonna start transitioning that way. People feel sorry for me and not hate <laughs> me. And that's he came off kind of. I mean, he he admitted she. She admitted she, everything and uh, she did a good job of, 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 you know, I was in a bad place. I did this. It was terrible. She didn't, she, she was, uh, yeah, but she kind of, you, you kind of almost felt sorry for her a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Part of you wanted to, to hate her and part of you wanted to be like, okay, you had some stuff you were. It really, I mean, it, that messed up Manti Teo's life, dude. I know. That's the, I, that's what sucks. That, that screwed yeah. his life up. Yeah. And I almost, I was almost mad at him for being so forgiving at the end. I was like, dude, he, I mean, I know ultimately that's what you should be. That's and, what you should do. And his life is all about, that's what his life is all about, He's, right? He was like that way when he got to college. I mean, that's how it's, they did the like whole Tim Tebow almost. Yes, I mean, exactly. Really he, into his faith. And yes. Everything. Yeah. Um, seems like a great guy, but man, yeah, for him to. For his life and to be that it to be 20 or whatever and you're dealing with that stuff and then you hear though I, I remember all that and the thing to me was always come on man you've never even met your girlfriend like what yeah and I, i'll tell you I, I was like i felt guilty because i was like i remember all the media you heard like is he, this is he part of it like yeah. did he create this to yeah. make people feel bad for him or to get more votes for the heisman or whatever yeah and so I, I think I thought that at the time, like, oh man, what a, what a turkey. What a, oh, see, what a, I, re I remember thinking this dude, this dude was in love and never met this chick. Yeah. Yeah. That's tough. Uh, yeah. And to not even, to not even see her, like not even do like a video chat or anything like that. I mean, the, the capabilities were there but then. then. It was, and you know, it was there then, but then, you know, he even said, you know, he made her take a picture with a date on it and holding up a sign. That was, that was crazy. And then she, so it's like at that point in time, it's like, all right, you know what? I mean, that's, that's legit to me. Like yeah. when I did hear that, I was like, well, I mean, that's, that's as legit as it gets. I mean, that's, that's that chick, right? I mean, you're thinking I'm, that's cool. What happens if he was, she was still a guy at the time, but if when he reached out to that girl that he was using the pictures of, to send him that, to send him that picture with the date and everything yeah. on it, 
And what if she's like, no, that's weird, which she should. I, I would think she said she did think it was weird, but they, they told her have a relationship or anything. Right. They went to high school. Time. They yeah. went to high school and she said it was weird. This dude just randomly called her up, but it was, said it was for a friend of his who was battling cancer or something. I still I'd be like, yeah, but I don't know this person. They, they don't, don't know me to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Date? And yeah. Uh, oh, man. Yeah. A lot of a lot of twists and turns there. But um, yeah, that was cool. And then uh, the last thing we I, I we talked about okay. a league of their own. You, oh. got, you were going to start watching. I that. Di- I didn't. I haven't started, started yet. No, okay. I haven't started I haven't yet. But you know what I did? What? Uh, so you know, Dark Side of the Ring. We've talked about that multiple times on this. There's a dark side of comedy. Have you started? Have you seen that? No. Yes, they now have a dark side of comedy. Uh, I believe three of them. Uh, the Roseanne Roseanne was the last one they did, and it just became. It just went live uh tuesday night so it was available wednesday morning to stream but yeah roseanne uh who are the other two remind me is this on hulu or i think it's hbo no it's well i watch it through hulu but it's on vice the channel vice so it's like i mean it's an actual weekly show okay these are actual shows that came on um but so if whatever your streaming thing is is if you have vice you should probably be able to to get it but it is on hulu hulu's the way that i the way that i see it um so dark side of comedy so it was oh chris farley was the first one and andrew dice clay was the second one yeah yeah there's dark sides all three of those people yep and then roseanne was the one that just became available this morning i'd watch that especially the farley one yeah yeah pretty cool it's really cool really really cool it's different things that you you know you hear all the stories but somehow that dark side of the whatever like the dark side of the ring law they get i mean it's pretty in depth this is pretty good i haven't i haven't seen that either i haven't seen dark side of the ring either um yeah i got dark side i gotta find out i feel like so i use youtube tv i gotta i think vice is on there but i don't have to check that out there you go all right all right so uh we've got you got them written down. Yeah, yeah. Mount Rushmore is games or sports uh, to play. Your your four favorite to play besides the big three, and then comedy is David A. Arnold. It ain't for the week. Ain't for the week. So until next that week, that is it for this week. That is it for this week. But it ain't for the week <laughs> is what we're gonna watch. And until next week, don't forget to turn your headlights on.